0: Okay, let's grab our Bibles. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Give me a yell when you're there. Title of this message is called Jesus Rocks. It's got nothing to do with the message. I just couldn't think of another name. So I just thought I'd call it that. Most of the times when I'm preparing a message, I I usually work from the title and, and then go backwards. This time I just did it and then put the title at the top. So we pray, Lord, tonight... God, we praise you. God, we worship you tonight. We thank you that uh, C3 Tugra, God, is a place to be at. I see it growing. I see it full of energy and life. And God, I thank you for it. God, I thank you that, you know, I came in here when I was so young and it changed my life. It turned my life around. And God, it's turned so many lives around over the last 14, 15 years. Tonight, God, we pray that as we share the word, as the word comes forth tonight, that God, it'd be you speaking and not me, but God, you'd be a, I'd be a, mouth, a mouthpiece tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, okay, Mark chapter 1, verse 35, grab it up on the screens. It says, Now, in the morning, it's talking about Jesus, having risen a long time before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. i to read again. It says, Mark chapter 1. Are we all there? Put your Bible in there. Just don't care. No. Chapter three says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. Who knows that Jesus was the Son of God? You with me? Yeah. And he prayed a lot. Jesus prayed heaps. And, like, you read through the Bible, and it's like Jesus departs and goes and prays. Jesus leaves the disciples and goes and prays. And then all these amazing miracles follow Jesus. And we go, wow, how did that happen? But all through the Bible, Jesus separated himself and goes and, and prays a lot. And you know what? So many times we get caught up doing heaps of stuff, heaps of stuff. I've got to do this. I've got to go to work. I've got this on. I've got this on. That we just forget that when we connect with the Lord, that stuff just happens. It's like when we, you know, we try and we try and we try. I've got to get this. I've got to get this done. I've got to. I've got to do this. But then, you know, I love just reading. Jesus never, never freaks out. Never, you know, never is in a rush or, or stressed. But always, 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 you know, Jesus prays a lot. So. Out of this verse, I just want to touch on four things. And uh, the first thing is, it says, at the the start of this verse, if we can just leave it up there. Have we got it? Oh, we can't. That's okay. Can't do it? Oh, okay. That's fine. No, okay. No, no, I'm kidding. It's okay. Can we put, uh, oh, we can't put it up. Um, (laughs) Point number one that I, I mean, it says... Mark one thirty-five says, "Now in the morning." Now, isn't it amazing that Jesus, the first thing he did is gets up and prays? And for me, that reser- the, in the morning represents first. The first thing that we need to do is to put God first. Does that make sense? The first thing that we need to do in our lives is put God first. The Bible says. In Matthew six thirty three says, "But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first, you know. Don't you know? Watch hours and hours and hours of TV, and it's like quarter past one in the morning. You go well. I've got to get out my Bible and have some quality time with the Lord. Then I've got to read my my two verses and tick my box and go to bed. Do you know, the Bible says, you know, that Jesus rose up early in the morning, and that's where he got his quality time with the Lord. and You know, know, we get paid, we go to work, we get paid, and then we spend all our money on, uh, you know, stupid stuff and all this, and then we go, oh, Sunday morning, oh, yeah, I haven't got any money for the Lord. You know, the Bible says to put God first, isn't it, Grace says, but seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first. Don't, you know, don't seek anything else before you seek God's kingdom. You know, don't put anything, don't put, you know, work or family, or houses, or career, or holidays, or, you know, pleasure, Before seek first the kingdom of God, and all His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And it says, therefore do not worry about, isn't that great about Jesus, that He doesn't, I, I think that's one of the most, my, my the things I love about being connected with God, that every scripture I seem to read, it just says, you know, don't worry, therefore do not worry. And it's like, so many times in this day and age, we stress out, we freak out, we worry. We're, you know, we're, we're stressed to the, like, every, so tight, we're around so tight that, you know, someone says, how are you going? It's like, we just snap and go, you don't even know if you knew half the things that were happening to me. But I love it. Jesus just says, you know, don't worry, guys. Just, just chill out. Just know that God's awesome. First things first, we need to put God first. If you're taking notes, write that down. Look, here, you put it in your uh, iPhone. First things first, just say it with me. First things first, we need to put God first. Is that okay? Put God first in your life. Point number two, if we're taking notes, it says, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight. Do you know that? Jesus says here, having risen a long while before daylight. Do you know that a relationship takes time? Spending you know, hey God, I just wanna know you, God, I wanna be with you, God you know, it's not like a it's not like a two minute, you know, microwave, two minute, minute and a half, get it out anyway. Like it's not like you know, taking you now Jesus says he 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 rose a long while before daylight. We need to make some quality time for the Lord. Not just, you know, well, I've got nothing else to do, so I might as just go and read yeah, you know, quick chapter in my Bible. That's my God time. Yeah, you know, I just connect with the Lord that way. You know, we, no, no. Now Jesus spent a long while before daylight. You know, some people. I mean, I mean, some. I mean, I do it all the time. fill our lives up with so much stuff, so much stuff that we don't need to fill it up with, and then you know we're, we're spread like a mile wide and we get nothing done. But the Bible says that Jesus spent a, while, a long time before daylight with the Lord. Quality. Quality relationships take quality time. You know, it's like when we come home from from work and we're busy, we're just sort of, you know, you're not going to have a great family life if your quality time's like, you know, just like a minute, then you're out, then you're back in, then you're out. It's like, and it's the same with God. We need to like sit a while, get out our Bibles and say, God, I'm going to give you like a couple of hours, half the day, the whole day, just to sit and say, God, what do you... I just want to connect with the Lord, God. What do you want? What do you want to say? How do I, you know? And isn't it great that we can sit? And I mean, you can sit with the Bible and like an hour. Who knows that an hour can just pass when you're in the zone? An hour can just go and you go. Oh well, I, I just where did that go? And then after you just feel like you know, like you know, give me a give me a problem, give me a giant, whatever, whatever you got. I just feel like I'm, you know, feel like I'm ready, and uh, spend some quality time with the Lord. The Bible says in Isaiah 41, it said those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength those who wait i mean we live definitely in an instant gener- i mean the ipad 2 came out and and i said and they said you know the difference between ipad 1 ipad 2 you can get it in different colors and now it's faster like that's the only upgrade it's faster like this generation everything just has to be so fast if i can't you know if i if i can't get it now I, you know if i you know we drive through everything and uh, they used to have drive through dvds which was awesome and uh but then they saw that but everything's like drive through and if you know if i can't have it straight away then i just don't want it and uh the bible says those who wait we're like we need to literally teach ourselves how to wait do you know i ha- who hates waiting i hate waiting waiting for me like i i, I just if i would just stand there you know for me when i'm in the supermarket and you go to the you know, see all the lines and you go i'll go to the short one and then all, all you always get cut you know caught behind some guy and he can't speak english and he's got his wallet or and he's just counting all this anything i've seen all the other people the along and just go, and he goes, oh. like i just who who just hate it? hell for me seriously would just be a long line i like would just be at the end of the line and that would be hell i'd be there going oh come on i just want to get there and um you know but it is true though if you're at the front of the line you feel a lot better than being even if nothing's happening if you're just sitting at the front of the line you sit there for way longer not only just that you're at the front of the line, everyone else is at the back, but, but I hate, you know, Does anyone else just hate, just, you know, waiting can be the hardest thing you'll ever have to enjoy. It really is. really is. And the Bible says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. You know, I tell you, it's challenging. It is challenging. If you can sit in a room by yourself with no distractions, no iPod, no iPhone, no you know, TV, no this, no that, no, you know, whatever, and just sit there. It is hard. It's hard work to sit in a room for a couple of hours by yourself and just do whatever you need to do. It's—I mean, you know, oh, no, i know I can sit there. For, you know, you, you know, it's really hard. The Bible says, uh, "They shall renew." It says, um, "They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint." Do you know, how God is calling us to run and not be weary. So many people, and it's a pet hate of mine, run for a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of years. Yeah, God, I love it. And then all of a sudden they get weary, they get tired, they get worn out, they get burnt out. The Bible says, hey, those who wait on the Lord renew their strength. They just get stronger and stronger and stronger. And uh, those who wait on the Lord are strong. Point number three, it says here, now having, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, we still here? Everyone still got our Bible? Mark chapter 135? Hey, it's there. Good. All right. Is that the um, King James? New King James version, boys? I don't. That's okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, it's a XI 41, but. <laughs> no, can am keen, Louise. You're awesome. Don't hurt me. Uh, Louise <laughs> is awesome. Uh, it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. Point number three. Point number one was now in the morning, putting God first. We need to put God first in our, in our lives. Point number two, spending quality time with the Lord. This will help you seriously, spending quality, putting God first, have, spending quality time. I'm telling you, if you spend some quality time with God, you will beat every devil, every demon, every challenge that comes at you. Point number three. He went out and departed. Do you know that departed, going somewhere, takes effort. You know, it doesn't come naturally to most people to wake up early and to go somewhere and to pray. Some people, but but it takes effort to wake up. It's not an accident. You know, uh, life is not always going to, Dave, life's not always going to be easy. Life actually takes hard work. You know, you look at all the successful people, Guy, oh, he's just a lucky guy. No, he's not. He's just a really hard worker. never quit, never gave up. And it says Jesus departed. Jesus set his alarm that night, the night before. He said, well, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up at whatever time and and go get up in the middle of the night. He knows that sometimes when you wake up and it's like, what time is it? And you look at your thing and it's like 7.30. You go, man, it feels like it's midnight. He knows what I'm saying. It's like, who you knows, is it sometimes when you, you know, you just get so tired and then like someone's knocking on your door and you go, what? It's like the middle of the night. What are you, what are you doing here? And it's like, it's like 10 past eight. You're going, oh, dude, I mean, what? what? And he uh, gets that when they go on holidays. They just sort of they stay up late. They never wake up. And it's like, anyway, that's me. And, uh, but Jesus gets his, gets his uh, iPhone, Luke, and he sets it to 3 a.m., he said, I'm going to wake up. And I'm just going to wake up and lie in bed and just pray for five minutes and then fall back to sleep. Who's been there? Anybody? Anybody? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up at 5 o'clock and I'm going to pray. And then you wake up and it's like, oh, man, God, no, what? You serious already? Have I been falling asleep yet? I don't think I've been falling asleep yet. Not now. And you're lying there, you lie there and go, Lord, bless me. Yeah, bless this, bless that, bless that. And, then, and you're gone. And it's like, yeah, I woke up and prayed. No, not, not that. Not that. He's actually got up, put his clothes on, put his socks on, put his shoes on, and went out. Somewhere else and spent some time. That takes effort. Dean Pinzak. Uh, he just wakes up early. <laughs> yeah, we have a guy. When I was on, when we were up in Noosa, when we had a week off, uh, I always like to wake up early and check the surf. And I used to wake up in the dark. And there was this guy there that was always there. He was always there before me, just chilling out, drinking coffee. They're like, I don't know what time he gets there, but he's always there early. And that was who he was. He's a fireman. He's hardcore. He's a big guy. Um, okay, there's a story here. It says, you know, life will not always be easy. Life is hard. It takes stacks of effort. Can you write that down? Life takes stacks of effort. I literally wrote it like that for you, Rumbi, just so I'm speaking, you know, pretty cool. So success is not accidental. It's not luck. It's not hard work takes an I will never quit attitude. When Jesus got up and woke and went out, it took effort. It wasn't an accident. didn't find himself out in the middle of nowhere, praying. You know, oh God, how did I get here? No, no, no. He set his alarm, actually takes effort. There's a story here. I found it in, uh, yesterday. It says in, in 1519, Captain Hernando Cortez. Anyone heard of Hernando Cortez? He's a soccer player. He's not a soccer player. He's an explorer, Hernando, Hernando Cortez. What a cool name, Hernando Hernando Cortez. Uh, he's Spanish. Doesn't he sound hot, Jesse? Does he sound hot? Yeah, Hernando Cortez. Those Spaniards. I just picture him looking like Rafael Nadal. Every Spanian explorer looks like Rafael Nadal. Anyone? Yeah, or TJ. Hernando Cortez and a small army of Spanish hell. Spanish ships held in Cuba in 1519. So we're going back 1519 a fairway. Captain Horn- Hernando Cortez. Just say that name. Hernando Cortez. anyone say anything like a Spanish name? Hernando Cortez. With, like the, with the thing and the and the feather and the hat and the big sword. and They have fine... What is it? Spanish steel. Spanish steel. That's my favorite movie. Spanish steel. Does anyone know... What's he say? <laughs> it matter, stop it. Anyway, it's now I love like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, my favorite movie of all time. Come on. He stabs his cousin, <laughs> and then he says, Spanish steel, you know, it's good stuff or something. <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Watch it, I'm telling you, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I don't make like. R- Crowy's not as awesome as Kevin, he's just not. Uh, he's not. Anyway, in 1519, Captain Hernando Cortez. I should name my baby Hernando Cortez. Flaxman had a, and a small army left the Spanish-held island of Cuba. So he left his island thing of Cuba with all these guys and set out on one of the greatest conquests the history of the world has ever known. Cortez was going to accomplish his goals no matter the consequences. He put to death uh, some of those who opposed him. Anybody? 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 Uh, and uh, got himself appointed captain general and even destroyed his fleet in an attempt to motivate his men to adapt his at all costs attitude. So what happens is, is this guy on an island, he's I'm, just, I'm an Hispanic, Spanish, that's I'm going to take on the world, I'm going to go out and conquer different areas. And he goes, he takes off, takes his whole fleet out and uh, finds a place that this is good land. We're going to take this. Lands on the beach. All these guys hit the beach. He sends some guys back. He burns the ships. Burns all the ships. And the guys look back. Go, what? 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 You just, you just we're explorers. And just and he said, and, and and it's like failure is not an option. Retreat is not an option. We are doesn't. We cannot go backwards. We we we're going for. There's only one way that we can go, and that is forwards. And the guys are going. But you just. You do, we, we come from, and yet he's, it, an, you know, he, you know, kills all the guys that oppose it. You know, retreat is not an option. Failure is not an option. Success, we will, have, we will go. That is the only way we can get there. Success is the only way. Failure is just, it's just too hard. And Hernando uh, Cortez, you've got to look him up. He's amazing, and it takes effort. Do you know that Getting up early, being a Christian, staying a Christian, staying on fire, staying in church, staying happy, staying healthy, staying, you know, loving, everything takes effort. It's not going to, hey, hey, they offended me at that church and I had to go somewhere else. No, no, no. Guess what? Being offended, you know, being not, being not offended takes, you know, it takes effort. You're just getting, are you right, Luke? Did you get all that? Yeah, yeah. Offense, just get over it. If you have an offense, just get over it. It takes effort to be offended. It takes effort to be not offended. Just don't get offended. Just love this house, Scotty. Is that okay, Scotty? Just love this house. And we love Scotty. It takes effort. It's not easy. And point number four, this is it. This is, this, is, this is the one. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while, I love that. I love spending a lot of time, a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place and there he and there he prayed the bible says that jesus went out to a solitary place do you know that no one else can seek the lord for you no one else can you know read the bible for you no one else can wake up and say it's time for you to pray now and you you know jesus just did it you know we, you know, we cannot seek God for, you. you can come to church, you can say, yeah, the music's amazing, this is great, you know, it looks great, sounds great, feels good, but the deal is, you have to do it yourself. You, you, you know, it's like, well, the church didn't do this for me, no, well, hang on, we're old enough and ugly enough and all that kind of gear to just say, hey, it's, it's, my, it's my gig. I mean, these days we're so easy to pass the blame and it's his fault and it didn't happen because of this and that. If that had done this, he would have done that and then I would have got this, but that didn't happen so I couldn't do it. It's like, no, no, no. Jesus went out and was by himself. When you're by, this, by yourself with the Lord, you know, that's the place that, that you know, God shapes you and molds you and, and moves all the things around. Lisa, can you just help me out? Is that all right? We're, we're nearly done. No one else can seek the Lord for you. It's one of the only things because we live in a generation that loves to do everything. Oh, Are you going? If you go, I'll go. If you don't go, I won't go. I'll go if you go. No, this is one of the only things that you can do by yourself. And this is the thing. Take some time out. Sit by yourself. Turn off everything. Turn off everything and seek the Lord. And just sit there and say, God, the next two hours, what, what can you? And I love this. It says, after Jesus spends time in prayer, in verse 38, Jesus says, for this purpose I have come. Do you know that after all of that happens, that point number one, we get up early, we put God first. Point number two, we spend a long time with God, doing you know being with God. Point number three is we you know it takes effort to, to go there and to do it. It's not an easy thing. takes a long t- takes effort. Point number four is we do it by ourselves. After all these things happen, after all these process of events. The Bible says that Jesus prays and prays and prays and prays and prays, and, prays. and all of a sudden, all of, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jesus says, "For this purpose I have come." All of a sudden, Jesus now has purpose. All of a sudden, he's just sort of got his disciples. He's doing miracles. He's doing this. He's going. He's going here. Then all of a sudden, for the first time in the Bible, here Jesus said, "For this purpose, I have come." Do you know that? When we come and we seek the, seek the Lord with all our heart, you know, we, we, we get into in, in that place that God will speak to you and give you purpose. We have a thousand different people going here and there and here and there, not having any idea why they're here, what they're doing it for, what, why am I going to work, why do I come here, why do I do that, why do I do that. The Bible says that when we seek the Lord, God will give you purpose, Jesus, for this purpose, I have come. When we connect with the Lord, God will give us purpose. Is that, isn't, that, isn't that good? And, uh, you know, God, like Pastor Phil preached this morning, God has so much for all of us. And uh, so it's just right there. It's literally right there. And all we have to do is say, God, for the next, how, I'm just going to come and pray. And it's not like Jesus was praying, God, give me purpose. God. It's well, you know, just is what sort of saying, God, I'm just going to praise you and seek you. And God gives him purpose. For this purpose, I have come. Lord, tonight, I just praise you. God, that you're amazing. God, you're incredible. God, you are God. God, you're in charge. God, you're the one. God, you give us purpose. God, you're you're the reason that we exist. you're You're the reason we wake up. You're the reason we breathe. God, you're the reason that we do what we do. Tonight, God, I pray in Jesus' name. Of every person in this place right now God that God that we will connect to you God God you will give us purpose and life and destiny in Jesus name can we just all stand in the last moments is that okay?